There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network. I am your host, Timothy Michael McKernan, alongside the great gangster Pete. Welcome into the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Our guest today, presented by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, making her third appearance on the program from KC95. Now, afternoon drive host, ladies and gentlemen, our guest is Learn. And this was a gangster Pete executive decision. Now, truth be told, let's go behind the scenes. Um, uh, Caden Cross, who's an adult film star, now a director, but who's been a friend of mine for like 12 years, uh, was the guest we were going to run for this week, this being the week of uh, February 3rd, 2020. But we just had Learn In, who is going to be the guest next week, and some of it, I guess, in Gangster Pete's mind, uh, which is right, is uh, is 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 time sensitive with regard to some of the Super Bowl conversation that took place yesterday. Her husband is a big Chiefs fan, and so we get into some of the uh, the Super Bowl discussion and uh, and the Caden conversation. While for my money, something that you're forgetting, Gangster Pete, is she won Best Director recently, which for my money is is a bigger deal than winning the Super Bowl. But clearly, that's a good point. Clearly, you don't view it the same way. But it's more evergreen, I suppose. And so we can play that at any time. But either way, that, that interview will be coming your way at some point. As I sit here, I'm not sure I am going to uh, to go to spring training or not. I'm not going to get my uh, shoulder surgery. At least that's the plan. Who knows? Maybe I'll have like five bad days in a row and go, okay, I'm just going to do this and screw it. I'll be miserable all summer. But uh, I'm not going to get it until like October, maybe late September. October, whatever. And uh, and so I can go ahead and uh, go down to spring training, and then who knows? Then I could have all kinds of spring training interviews. for. We'll see. I, I, I don't know. But the, the point is, is Learn's in here. Third time. Nobody has been on the podcast three times. Um, Jack Danforth has been on the podcast two times. Chris Kerber has been on the podcast two times. Um, anybody else? Gangster Walter. Pete? Walter is nicely done. Walter, our guest last week, two Joe times. Bugged. Joe Buck, two times. Nice. Boy, I was thinking there was like one other person, and now it's like rattling off. And there's got to be another one. There's got to be another one. There's got to be another one. Well, Mazalock, for certain. Probably, probably he, might be, he might be the league leader, actually. Still have not done my off-season interview with him. So at this point, the only way that's going to happen is if I do go to Jupiter. Wait for him to sign Mookie Betts. You think it's going to be Mookie Betts? No, I wish. Um, so Learn, who I really didn't know, and she didn't know me the first time we did the podcast... I don't know if it was 2017 or 2018. We talk about that. Um, and uh, and uh, the Super Bowl yesterday with her husband being a huge Chiefs fan, uh, she turns the tables and takes over the interview. I didn't like it. She thought we were going to edit it out. Gangster Pete, you did not touch this with the shears. Nope. Nope. nope as, as is. As is. This is an as is. I don't, I don't know. Have we ever, like, edited anything out? No. Have we? Not on... No, not, I mean, maybe, on maybe QFTA. A, a minor thing here or there. Someone's like, I wish I didn't say that. Yeah, that but might be a bit. But that's happened I, I like once. Or QFTA, maybe. But uh, 
Anyway, uh, so learn. Again, questions from the audience is what QFTA stands for. So learn from KC95, our guest in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Hey, if you're on board with the program, support the sponsors. Ryan Kelly, the HomeLoanExpert.com has been the studio sponsor since the very beginning. We are very grateful for his support, thehomeloanexpert.com. If you're going to be buying a home, thehomeloanexpert.com. If you're going to be refinancing, go to thehomeloanexpert.com. And with home rates, with homes values as high as they are and interest rates as low as they are, capitalize on it on a refi with thehomeloanexpert.com. Our guest this week presented by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies is Learn of Casey 95. Learn, welcome in. Thank you. I'm a third timer. I, I was about to say, it's kind of like when you when you host five times on Saturday Night mm-hmm. Live, they give you the jacket. Yeah, where's my jacket? This is, you are now the league leader on this podcast. Why? Because <laughs> Ziggy likes God. you. Yeah, well, Pete and I were talking. Can I talk about this, Pete? Of course. So it's a free for I come in here. And- I was locked out back by the, I wasn't like, let me make a grand entrance Whatever. here. You look at you coming in with your phone. Fu- you're on the phone with like whoever. Yeah, yeah it was time and temperature. <laughs> so Pete's like, hey, like I think you brought it up. You go, yeah, Iggy just left. I go, what? Where is he going? And then he said, well, he's just very busy today. And I said, bullshit. I said, I said this on the air last week. I said, hey, I understand Learn's coming in on Monday. I said, why don't you sit in for at least part of the interview? Right. And he goes, Stink up uh, the place. I, I can't. He goes, I can't do it. I go, why? He said, I'm having lunch with some of my grade school friends. He has grade school friends still? What is this? He, You need to have a documentary. Like, you need to do like a fake, like a mockumentary about his life. That actually isn't a bad idea. And do that for content for online. Because you know how many people idea. would watch that? Oh, there are people who are obsessed with him. Right. Him, and, him and the Plowboy. I, I said... <laughs> the cat, you know, Jim Hayes, who works at Fox Sports Midwest, I said, so if you can't do something for Jack Donovan at Fox Sports Midwest, you just say, well, I have lunch with, with my grade school friends, so I, I won't be available to work. Can I just say I'm glad it wasn't I have lunch with grade school children, like kids that are seven years old. I think that we don't need to add any more creep layer to our dear friend. <laughs> I thought he would be sitting right here enthusiastically conversing with you, and I would have been interested in hearing it, because he's he is a Huge KC95 he fan. He's number. He's a P1. Well, he is a P1. P- I told he is P1. He, I said maybe Iggy's mad because, you know, he gave me a very beautiful. Pete's laughing. He gave me a very beautiful panda bear stuffed animal for Christmas. I was very surprised. Is this public? Has this been made public yes. before? We did talk about it. Yes. Oh, that's her. oh yes, the video. I and saw the video I, that morning. Actually, I made the joke. I said, "Look, there's total nanny cam in here." Like. This is not coming home with me. Oh, so you think he might have hurt feelings? He might have hurt feelings. Well, and then I I gave, I don't have kids and I don't, I used to love stuffed animals as a girl, but I don't ha- need to have them in my house. And especially like, I don't know. It's just a weird, th- I think people that are adults that have stuffed animals at their house, like it's just a little strange. Like the Vermont teddy bear. Anyway. Um, Killing the sponsors. I know. So I, I gave it to a guy that I work with has a daughter and she's perfect age. She probably loves pandas. And I told Iggy, thank you very much and all that crap. But I think that he's upset maybe that I didn't take it home and like sleep with it every night. You know, did, I, did, when you, when, I, I noticed, I watched the video the morning you received it yeah. and I noticed you did open it and record opening it. I did. Was that a, was that a coincidence? No. So I opened the card first cause I'm a good gift opener and I see that it's from him and I go, I got to get the camera out because this is solid gold, whatever this is going to be. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so I set it up and 
I was like looking super haggard that morning, like had not showered. And I'm like, this is great. And so open it. Cute little. Te- it was the softest, most luxurious of pandas. Of course. And nothing he, but the best. He was doing a callback to I had posted something on Twitter, probably about I really hope to hug a panda someday. He is a very sensitive, wonderful human by taking note of that comment. He probably saw that at CVS, picked it up. And I don't know how it got to the station. I, Pete, did you drop it off? <laughs> I could. I think. I think drop off is very, very live. I think yeah. that's very live. So anyway. So let me ask you this: if 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 you guys were more in the same age range. No, Tim. What are you even? What is this? No. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask if you'd be interested in Iggy. <laughs> right. But if like a gentleman. Yes. Not like a listener, where you're like, oh, this is a little aggressive, but like a peer in the industry, so to speak. Okay. If this were a gentleman. In his 30s, let's say. Right. And you were not a married woman. Uh-huh. And he noticed that little thing about the panda and right. remembered it and then sent you a panda. Yeah. Like, say this, let's say it was Pete. Pete's in his 30s. You guys, you yeah. know. Yeah, okay. And a single gentleman, and you're, of course, a married woman. Right. But if you were if not. If we were single. And you'd be like, would you consider that to be a romantic gesture? Not in this year. Because I think it's a very 80s thing to give a <laughs> grown adult woman if a stuffed animal. Now you're to kicking show, Iggy when he's down. No, I mean, it really is. Like, that is what people did in 1987. So I, you know, well, that was very when, kind of him. That's I'm when not, Iggy was hanging out with Stevie Nicks at the no, Ritz Carlton. I know. This is like his era. And it's very, and I'm trying to help with the translation in 2020. And like, you know, I really do appreciate the kindness. The gesture was beautiful. I will give him that. What a gorgeous soul he has to look at my Twitter feed and point out that I've never hugged a panda and to see a panda and and in his love and that's his love language right we all have it his love language is buy this CVS bear give it to the girl gorgeous right love it i just don't have any you know so no Pete if you gave me that panda this would be the same thing yeah Pete is not you. buying anyone pandas me thank or thank god uh, does, does your is your what's your husband's reaction to this at all? He's just so used to this shit by now. Like from from Iggy or from a bunch of guys. <laughs> from I would everyone. Imagine, yeah, I would imagine there's probably it's probably not just Iggy. Yeah. I would assume anyway. Right. Yeah. I get like I, I want to say on and I have a drawer at in my office. This is some of gifts from guy of listeners. Gifts from listeners. Yeah. I donate most of it at the end of the year. Like I just there's purge. that much. There is that much stuff. I am talking clothes, toys. Um, alcohol which i normally keep uh, <laughs> like we get food we like all this stuff and and it's not that i don't 100% appreciate the the gesture of it all but it's just like too much and it's not like people really know what my tastes are it's very rare like i had a guy make me a leather book like and i it was very neat of him to make it it was like this very symbolic thing for him and you know, good. And actually Favaz liked it more. And I'm like, would you like <laughs> would to you have like to this? <laughs> so, you know, like, it's just, it's rare that people nail it down. Like this, actually, I have my Yeti what do you here. Have going on here. This is from a listener. This is a $400 Yeti cup that has my name is on it. Is it really? It, well, it's not $400. But it's probably like 40 And this guy made this for me. And he made, me. he crafted sweet yeah, meat he, with your name on there. And it's awesome. And I'm like, that's fantastic. So I use this every week. So these gifts, because here's what I'm thinking. From, from from the outside looking in. Yeah. And I assume Pete's thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> These are romantic overtures. Um, they are. Are they, though? They are. Because they I are. some are from females they that are. are heterosexual or seem to be hetero. <laughs> you know, I don't know because 
I don't, and I, let me tell you something. Like the giving Your spirit, percentage of gifts by gender. Totally men. Right. Yeah, 70, Nine, 30. Talking, oh, seven, wow, 30 is high. Yeah, I'm serious. Like there's, there's a woman named Deb who every year she drops off Christmas gifts for all of us. And it's a huge uh, hodgepodge sack of just things that she's had at her house for a long time, things that she's made for us. It's insane, you know, and like Favaz, he just got, Deb had a hat that said Favaz written on it, but it's misspelled and he's been wearing it every week. So like sometimes they really land on something that's awesome that we connect with. And then other times it's like, you know what? I won't get much out of this, but I will donate to somebody that may or, you know, cause it's not that they're not cool. It's just not, I don't need it or. It's just a jet. We don't get that stuff. We don't get that stuff. I don't know. I mean, our our listeners are like 30 year old guys. Mm -hmm. So it'd be a little weird if for them to make for them to do that stuff. Okay, so you are now afternoon drive. I am. How excited are you by this? I love it. Do you love it? Yeah. And you know what I love the most about this whole change is that everybody got what they were hoping to get. Like, I think that Favaz had been doing afternoon drive for 20 plus years Wow, that's a long time mm-hmm. to do a day part. You get, he, not that he was, I'm not saying he w- was burnt out by any means, but that's a long time to do anything. And I think that he really wanted to try his trick at mornings because it's a different animal. And he had done it before with like Smash and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was uh, he was behind the scenes, I think, mainly. So to be like the focal point of the morning show, to get to work with John. And they have the podcast thing going. I'm a, I'm a subscriber to that yes, podcast. I love that podcast. Tapes, yep. So they already have a great rapport. They've known each other for a hundred years. Um, you know, that's a beautiful thing that they, that Favaz wanted. And I was also like in the mood to have some difference too. And when I found out that he was kind of interested in mornings, I thought, hell, like I also want change, mm-hmm. you know, that's cool. Um, and John wanted to come in a little bit later and it just kind of turned well, into is that the Cardinal thing. Yeah. I think he's just feeling like he, uh, you know, wants to sleep in for one more hour, which I was like, John, you should have totally gone to middays and just did 10 to one and slept in and still had the best life ever, you know? Um, But yeah, we all, we all got what we wanted, you know, and this was all kind of from management coming down saying, let's shake things up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Let's like, you know, let's not ruin anybody, but let's, let's shake things up and like kind of mess with the day parts that everybody's been so accustomed to. And um, well, the station's—it's the number one station in the market. If it's not number one, it's number two, right? Yeah, we we share that with the point. I was about so to say. I think I knew sometimes. my stuff, even though we never look at ratings books here because we aren't in them. Right. That's all right. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> That's all right. You Thank don't have you. to worry about. It. You guys have such a massive following. I don't think that ratings, in my opinion, well, you've, I, you've gotten to experience some of that massive following, haven't you? I yeah, <laughs> like I your massive following is has become a fan of yours. Quite nuts. Um, and that and that is fun. You know, I think I think that. Like, I think it was Einstein that says uh, research kills creativity. And that's exactly what any sort of quantitative... I actually, I thought that was going to be an asinine out of nowhere statement. And I couldn't agree with you more on that statement. Right? Yes. I couldn't agree with, research couldn't agree with you kills more. Because then you're thinking, oh, I can't say this because then it goes against what the right. research says. Oh, mm-hmm. that would suck. Ugh. Yeah. You have to deal with that? Um, uh, I know you don't want to say anything. No, no, no. I don't have to deal with that. But I'm just saying, like, what happens is if you get too headstrong about ratings and you start thinking only about the quantitatives, how many meters are out there, what happens is you're completely missing what you're doing, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm glad that I don't have to think about that. My boss has to think about that. Um, Obviously, if my ratings suck, I get canned, but I think the, to our success at Casey is because 
the jocks are not thinking about that all the time. No. It's not in the forefront of my brain. Average quarter hour, how am I going to get people to stay? God. It's just oh. being creative and like they stay. You run your own, I assume you do your own, run your own board and everything, yes. right? Yeah, and you kind of look at me like, well, what else would I do? Yeah, why don't you run yours? Because I have a board operator and he's great. The plow Come on. <laughs> don't you feel like you're out of control, though? No, no offense, Pete, but like, don't you feel like you can't... I, it's, it's interesting. I don't know how this, this has always been the way it's been in sports talk radio, really? but I think when I've done, I've done a few hits in the past, I mean, a long time ago on KMOX and like with Tom Ackerman and he'd be running the board. So this is weird that here mm-hmm. there is a board operator who is separate because Riz runs his own board, right? Yeah. yeah. And he loves being able to, I mean, he needs that. Yeah. He wants that. I don't know. I mean, I guess I could certainly, I think, yeah. I don't know. It's to, a, to you, you're kind of like, yeah, it's, this is basic shit, man. I, what you? Well, like with John, John would run board for our morning show. Now Favaz runs it for John and Favaz's mm-hmm. show, and it is a weird dynamic. I, you know, I mean, now what does "run board" mean? That you're, but because the songs are already programmed in. Yeah, right? everything's programmed. But I'm talking about like. And who puts those songs in? The great Tommy Madden? <laughs> no, are uh, the great Ray Collier, our <laughs> oh, music director. Right. Um, and so, yeah, run board. Like, I mean, hitting hitting uh, bits or hitting marks or you know, like there's something about being able to. Say say something and a statement and then hit a song to go and it has like like if it's ACDC it has like a crash. Oh, I, I don't have intro. that in me. I don't have that in me. That's a talent. Wow. That's a talent. It really is. Well, it's a crutch too because it's it's fun to do that and there's a way to, there's a science to doing that in the conversation. If you have two people talking, you know, John was always so great at like hitting the mark with if we're t- ramping up to talk over the hit intro the post, of the song. Hit the, hit the post. post. Hit the post. Yes, right. I'm aware of the post. Okay. I've never had to hit the post. I would love to I just for talk and I do, do like that. an hour and 10 minute segments and I'm like, oh, I guess it's 810. We've been going since 707. We ought to break. Who I'm does... a program director's nightmare. Yeah, you really are. Oh, I know. Who, Trust who me. does like drops and stuff? You have any fun drops yeah, in your show? Yeah, the Plowhawk. Plowboy, the board All operator. Right. So he's he's an excellent person to do that. Like oh, he yeah. knows the he's moment to hit it. He's a wizard. Absolutely. Okay. We have all kinds of them. I'm sure you're on some of our drops. Really? Yeah. Oh from like God. when you I were opening up your present. I... You used to not be able to. <laughs> now no. I have no So how, how late are you sleeping in now? Um, not very late. Like really? I, I've been getting You used to get up at what? Four? Four. Oof. And so now it's anywhere from six thirty to seven thirty. Because Tim, my husband, he wakes up at that time and does his stuff in the morning. And that's actually fun too, because now we've our lifestyles completely change. Like I can, I'm not thinking about sleep anymore. Like I can get up late if I need to. I mean, I get to the station around 1230 yeah, for it was, two o'clock so, start. Okay. And then what are you, two to six? Two to six. All right. And so I And like, what time you go home? 601. Uh, 601, yeah. Good for you. I, I this is great. Long. It is. It's so because great. Because you used to be getting up at four and then you would do all the way until one, right? right? Seven hour show. Yeah. So it's a, def- it's a difference. Um, But yeah, a lot of people have been like, wondering like how late I sleep in or, you know, if I'm a total slacker now. And it's like, no, I, I mean, I, now I got to work out in the morning. Now I got to do podcasts and interviews. Yeah, like you were big in into the, the workout last time I saw you. What, 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 what was your thing? Yoga? Or we were doing or... uh, CrossFit. Oh, yeah, CrossFit. Are yeah. you still doing that? No, stopped a year ago. What, what happened? You got hurt? Um, I just didn't. I we, we did it for a year and I wasn't feeling. We, you and your gentleman lover. My, yeah, my gen- gentleman lover, my husband and I, we weren't feeling like it was our type of workout. I need I need aerobics. I need somebody pushing me directly in the class and I need that competitive environment of other people. And That's cross- CrossFit, isn't it? You would think. And I thought it would be. And then it turned into I just wasn't feeling like I was pushing myself enough and I didn't like what I was doing. I like I started feeling kind of like a meathead. Like I was doing too much lifts and I want to do more cardio. Yeah. I want to like run around a building 
and I want to do like free weights and I don't want to do sandbags <laughs> and I just want to, um, you know, have like normal gym stuff happen. So what are you doing now? Well, we have a membership to Gold's and that's going to come to an end. And then I'm going to, uh, I really want to get back into like a focal group or focus group of people, like maybe 10 to 12 people. And there's a lot of little gyms like this out there where it's, you know, four or five different times in the morning that you can go pick mm -hmm. from. And then it's high intensity cardio, uh, like yeah. an orange theory. I was about to say, it sounds like the way orange theory has been described yeah. to me. And I'm really interested in that. So I haven't tried their, their free class yet, but I'm going to, there's one by my house and, um, that's going to be really exciting. To yeah. That, that might works. be a nice play. It sounds good. Yeah. The lifting the heavy weights thing. Yeah. Like I just wasn't, I didn't like the, I liked the energy around the people at my CrossFit gym. They're really sweet and like everybody was very uplifting and, and everything, but I just, I didn't like the, Hey, let's go out back and push this massive metal thing to the end of the parking lot. Like I just, that wasn't interesting to me yeah. anymore. Did Tim like it? He did, but yeah. I think that he, um, liked that we were together doing it and yeah. then even with golds now so we both can get up and go to the gym in the morning together we haven't done that yet but um you know whenever i told him i want to run out my gym membership at golds and then try orange theory uh he was like yeah i'm not really interested in that so we're kind of splitting up the band i think he really loves golds and is going to stick with and it. doing his own thing yeah right? yeah and i understand that so let me ask you about what's going on from two to six this is a totally different thing than you were doing from yes. wow yeah totally different i mean you are solo i'm solo yeah Everything is... How many songs are you playing an hour? Do you have it? Do you um, have it is there a science to this? Because with those songs from that era, mm -hmm. you have a wide delta on length. So I guess you can't be like, okay, we got to play X amount of songs per hour. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's music focused. But right. it's, I have um, different things. Like I've uh, adopted the Daily Dose of Led Zeppelin. So that was always at five with Favaz. So now I get to pick out my Zeppelin tracks that I'm putting back to back, which is really fun. I have a new segment called Exit 90, which is right whenever I leave for the day. Um, the My managers didn't have a lot of faith in people wanting to hear songs from the 90s. And like, that's my bread and butter. And so I, they compromised and said, all right, you can throw this segment at the very end of your show before you leave. You can pick out whatever <laughs> the hell you want. And it's honestly like kicking so much ass. Like people are loving it. They're staying I see until you tweeting six. about it. Yeah. yeah. And so, and it's not just grunge. Like it's Rush songs from the 90s. It's freaking Pantera, like... It's really fun. So to be able to pick those, you know, for now, they'll probably take it over. Like <laughs> being able to pick out the songs for now is really great. And I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, and then like doing traffic and weather by myself doesn't sound like much, but it is like, you know, I'm getting people home. So yeah. that's a big responsibility to know what the hell's going on out there. Um, and just being able to entertain people yeah. from by music, yourself, by myself. Yeah. Playing music. Yeah. I couldn't do that. You, everyone can do it. Well, I mean, I could I, by definition, yes, I could function, but I don't think I would be good at it. Let me Why put it not? that way. I don't know. I just like to talk with yeah. like no particular plan. Yeah. That's, and, and so like, if I'm like, oh, it's, it's, I'm looking at the clock and it's 1044, 48. And I know at 1045, 15, I've got to be playing something or I've mm -hmm. got traffic that would be in my head yeah. and then I would fuck it up and it'd be awful. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm asking all these intricate questions of radio formatics. Uh, well, I think that there's a good. So like if you were able mix. to play off John for so long, right. then it's kind of like he could take it or you could take it. Oh, yeah. we're going to get to it because it's a natural organic conversation. Right. But if it's like I'm by myself, mm -hmm. 
You got to be know. ready. That, I know. I'm not interested why, in being ready. Well, you have to be ready. <laughs> but I don't want to. So I get in at 1230 at the latest and I have an hour and a half to get my show together. And I have a very, I've always been like this. I have a show sheet that I populate every day with what I need to do and then what I want to do. And that can change, but I know what, and then I schedule everything out. Like I get all my social media and shit scheduled out. So I don't have to think about that for that entire hour. So you're on the uh, auto post? uh, Auto post, which is the best gift social media has given to us. Because there's really no, it's still, you know, it's still me being organic in my thoughts and how I'm pushing it out there, but I'm timing it with my music log to go out at a certain time. Well so done. It, so it co- collaborates with what's happening on the More air. More planning. Yeah. This so planning thing. It's a lot of that. So with, with regard to doing the show sheet, so today's the day after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I know you've adopted the Chiefs because of your husband's love of yes, the Chiefs. Oh my God. So what are you planning on? Give, give me an idea. What, what's in your mind for today's program so I can figure for out what you're Chiefs, thinking. For the Chiefs, like talking about that specifically. For your show in general. I'm going to, you know, I'll probably open the show today. And talk about how long do you go talking? Like when you open the show, um, like a couple of minutes, not very long. God, I couldn't. And do you it. have to, you have to be, um, you have to choose your words wisely because you're not, you don't get a lot of time in rock That's radio. I didn't do it. So you have to be strategic in everything you're saying. So I have bullet points of like topics, and then I kind of know how I'm going to flow into a song by what that last statement is going to be, and it's just all very. My head's very strategic. So yeah, I'm going to talk about. My mom threw a huge ass Super Bowl party for her son-in-law yesterday. Oh, did she? Yeah. How loving is that? It's it was beautiful. We walked in. It was Arrowhead Stadium, and you know I, I'm also gonna kind of wrap on my husband a little bit because you know this is his team. This he's loved them since he was a kid. His brother, his dad, his mom, my sister-in-law, all of us are Chiefs family. You know, we went to the AFC Championship twice. You know, it's it's like. I thought yesterday after they won and they had that killer fourth quarter, I thought I'm going to see some man tears come out of the sky because he had been drinking. Did you want to see that? I wanted to I see I figured it. you want to see I that. wanted to see him emote a little bit because mm-hmm. sports is a big part of his life, or at least I thought. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then on the way home, you know, everybody's like losing it. He, he rejoiced a little bit. And then everybody's like, Tim, why aren't you losing your shit right now? And he's like, I, I, I'm, I am on the inside, you know. We're driving home. I'm driving because he had been drinking. Right. Uh, and he's like, you know, it's. He was kind of explaining to me like people were texting him, and he's like, it's not like we cured cancer. He's like, it's sports, and it's. And I go, babe, like compartmentalize a little bit. Like your favorite team who hasn't won in 50 years just won. I'm like, how am I more excited? I go, I'm rubbing off on you with my disdain for all sports. I go, this is not good. Like, uh-huh. you need to be excited. Like, I'm excited for you. And he was just kind of explaining how, you know, I guess there's more important things to be excited about in the world than when your team wins it all. And I understood what he was coming at. But I also was, like, a little disappointed that he wasn't more uh completely beside yeah. himself with excitement. I want, I've got a couple things on this. I like to dig in. I'm going to psychoanalyze. I'm going to psychoanalyze your husband here. All right. Gentlemen, I don't believe I've ever met. No. Um, but I, but I, uh, I discuss often on the show just because he's brought up on the show quite often and, and not by Pete or <laughs> my co-hosts. Iggy. All right. <laughs> uh, but, but nonetheless, when the Cardinals won the World Series in 2006, Mm-hmm. now I was, I was around in 82 when they won, but I don't really remember it all that well. Um, and for however many years at that point, 24 years, it had been everything for me to see the Cardinals win. The, I mean, everything, sure. every February and March with spring training and every regular season game, unhealthy, 
it would affect my moods during the regular season. Like mm. weird, like to the point that I'm in my, my late twenties and this is still going on. And the day after they won the world series, I actually had some kind of depression as, as odd as it might sound. Sure. And I don't know what it's about. I've sometimes looked back on it and I think it was because everything in my life on this kind of thing running parallel, my sports fandom had been built up to getting to this moment mm -hmm. and then you get it and then, and then it's like, Oh, Right. They now you're just staring into the abyss. Sure. And you no longer have that pursuit. It's a weird thing. But that I specifically, I remember weird. sitting there with my wife going, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but I'm depressed. <laughs> oh, no. And it was less than 48 hours after they won the World Series. Right. It's so weird. Well, what, let me explain this, though. Do you think that that is from sports to sport? Because think about the Blues winning the Stanley Cup. I'm still on a high over that, but I didn't live for the Blues like I live for the Cardinals. But so the I don't Blues know fans did live oh, they hell yeah, for the Blues. Man. I saw, and I was even up, when the, we were watching the cup get one at our house, so Tim and I were watching it, and I started tearing up because I was, I am love empathy and have it, and I was thinking about all my diehard blues That's fans. That's what I thought about too, yeah. And I started crying, thinking about them, and they were crying. Like, it was just so beautiful, and, and so I, is it because of the passion of hockey is so much greater in a different way than other sports can be? Like, the Cardinals have always kind of won. You know, they've always been I, so see, great. I, I always felt like there was a parallel with the Blues and the Chiefs in a big way, actually. Really? Yeah. The, kind of this, now the Chiefs at least had won, albeit for, you know, a lot of people weren't alive when it happened. But a lot of these, like, heartbreaking postseason disasters, the right. Blues and the Chiefs had them. And for both of them to win within seven months of each other. So... I felt differently on the Blues because I didn't live and die with regular season hockey. I don't die, live and die with regular season hockey because I'm like, oh, eight teams get in. It's kind of like whatever. And anybody mm -hmm. can win once you get in. But with the Cardinals, I lived and died with it. So I wonder if your husband is experiencing kind of like, oh, my God, it happened. And this is what I'd been thinking. Like, for example, mm -hmm. learn, had they lost, would have his emotions on the other side been more intense. I think so. Yes. Because he, exactly. Because he was, he's such a huge let. Well, and he kind of already had that letdown last year with, with the, Patriots. the Patriots game. Yeah. yeah. So we went to that AFC championship game and here we thought that was the year. Mahomes is hot. Everything's happening. Well, yeah, I'm I involved. They were gonna win too. Yeah. You're I mean, involved. I'm involved. I'm involved. It's, yeah, on. So it's automatic win. And so, <laughs> anyway, you know, and he was so let down that game. And then this year, though, he and he was talking to me about this on the ride home. He said, you know, I just felt like this was the year. He's like, I always had faith it was going to happen. And so I guess maybe he had already ramped himself up from the AFC to the Super Bowl and thought, OK, it's definitely happening. Right. This is our year. Um, so I don't know if maybe he already had that excitement. What about just, when they were down 20 to 10 with right? like whatever it was? 10, he was nine very minutes quiet. Of, was he? Yeah. Because I thought at that point it was over. When they were down to the Texans, I'm like, God, I'd love to bet the Chiefs right now because I bet they're going to come back. When they're down to the Titans, I'm like, I bet the Chiefs will come back. On this one, 20 to 10, late in the fourth, not late, right. but late in the game, right. I'm like, I don't see it happening. Scary. Yeah. But there was a lot of talk that the Chiefs, they're late starters. So they, they, they kind of figure yeah. out the 49ers. And then, because I, I kept hearing that, people at the party were saying, well, they're going to come back in the second half to, to really do something. And I thought, okay, please, God, because I really didn't want to have to deal with... His sad, upset, Tim. sad Tim. Sad Tim. I did Tim. not want to have to deal with it. Did he go? Is he is he from Kansas City? He's from uh, near Springfield, Missouri. Okay, so, all right. So yeah. that, that, that's that's totally legitimate chief. Oh, totally. That's not a let me get on the bandwagon no, thing. No, he's okay. been since a little guy. But all he right. Listened. Hope you're enjoying the conversation with Learn of KC95 here on the Tim McKernan Show. Uh, Learn from KC95 every day, Monday through Friday, from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. She is our guest presented. 
by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Man, I'm a Mark Hanna fan. Big fan of Mark's. First off, really good guy. Secondly, somebody who, if I would have known him 20 years ago, I would be in better shape financially. Not because I would have made more money, but I would have managed the money I was making smartly. And I was not doing it then. And now it's like, oh, God, even like when I like, I might go across the street here after I'm done recording and uh, and get the, uh, I always go with the Asian um, salad with grilled chicken at, um, at uh, Bread Company slash Panera. And, uh, and it's $11.67. And even now, now that I'm budgeting, even though it's quote unquote only $11, it's like, oh, do I really need to spend $11? And before it's just like, oh yeah, we'll spend a few hundred dollars on a meal in Las Vegas. I'll just pay off my credit card. Just like, ah, ah. And this wasn't like 20 years ago. This was like three years ago. Just terrible. But now I understand the program. Mark Hanna can help you understand the program. Evergreen Wealth STL. Evergreen Wealth Strategies. EvergreenSTL.com is what I should say. Uh, you want to talk about using the shears. Use the shears here on my terrible spot for Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. No, it's uh, 314-889-0503 or EvergreenSTL.com. It's Evergreen Wealth Strategies, but the website is EvergreenSTL.com. Mark Hanna, you need somebody. Somebody not to somebody to say, hey, you need to set aside this much. You're this far behind. That's not what it's about. What do you want? Okay, this is what you need to do. And you can do this. Here are some options. And at least now you have a plan and understanding. And just so much of that you'll feel. Please take my word for it. Go to evergreenstl.com or 314-889-0503. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. And my insurance agent is an easy person to talk about also because well, he is my insurance agent, so I know him. His name is James Carlton. 314-961-4800 to go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. He is my insurance agent, and it's easy to talk about him because I've had to use him, not just like, oh, yeah, I'll set you up with this policy. I'll set you up with this policy. No, we had issues with our basement flooding last year. And when we did, James Carlton was on top of it and took great care of it and took care of it to the point that it's like we were hardly involved and everything worked out as well as you could possibly hope for in a bad situation like that. His name is James Carlton, 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton, State Farm. Now back to learn, KC95. You also have a podcast. I do. It's almost a year old. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I need to that. have you on. I need to have you on my Would, would I be allowed on? Yes. Oh, sweet. I mean, I've been here three times. I have been I know, but this isn't a corporation. This is kind of a free-for-all. Mine's a free-for-all. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. It's, but it's um, owned by, it's, I assume it's owned by Hubbard, right? Yeah, it's owned by Hubbard. All right. Although I'm trying to get work that out where I get ownership of it, like if I ever Wow, leave. look at you. Because I, I don't, I'm, there's no reason for it to stay with Hubbard. It is literally about me and about people I find interesting. Sometimes corporations don't necessarily see it that way. No, however. I know. Well, so we'll see how that goes. But, um... No, I, I love it. I, you know, I, last year it was. So one, what are you doing on it? I know one, you have guests on, right? Yeah, I have one, once, last year it was one guest a month. Now it's two guests a month and I swap it. Girl, guy, girl, guy. It's never, it's never like all men for five months. So like this month, um, for February, it's a man month. So I'll have two guests. First guest. Man month. It's a man month. <laughs> two guests. Uh, and it comes out the 6th and the 20th of the month, every month. And so, uh, like for January, I had Lux, and then I had Mickey Gray, who's back at Casey. So 
uh, two women in the industry that are lovely. And then this month I'm going to have a friend of mine named Scott Griffin who rebuilds classic cars. He owns Griffin Automotive Design down in Bon Terre. And then a, a good friend of mine, Tom Huck, who's an artist who's done like cover work for The Roots and for oh, yeah. Motorhead. And he's excellent. So, yeah, it's people that I find interesting that have uh, life stories. It's called Live and Learn. And it's play on my name, but it's also about what these people have lived and learned in their life. And um, it's a free-for-all, too. I mean, there's no telling what we get into every episode. Was this your idea? Or they say, hey, we need you to start doing a podcast. It was. Um, they wanted me to start doing a podcast. And then I said, well, I just want to do interviews. And I want to do... I love doing interviews. interviews. I can do yeah. interviews forever. I, I love, love conversational podcasts. That's what I like. Yes. It's all I do. I know. Did you know? I bet you didn't know. Because I just had a conversation Tell with me. one of your sales reps. Yeah, this is going to be good. Maybe this is how I will be allowed on your podcast, okay. even though I'm. Are you whatever. not allowed on other people's podcasts? I don't know. I mean, who's going to invite me anyway? You know. You aren't invited to people's podcasts. I've been on podcasts, but I don't know. Some corporations have things like, "Oh, he's on another station." Right. Even though we well, gotta is... ask. Right. Aren't you the boss? Aren't you like the no, person at the top? No. God. Oh. Why, why do you think well, that? Ask whoever too? that is and say, "Look, can I <laughs> go on somebody's <laughs> podcast?" Uh, no. I mean, I. Since I have a relationship with a number of people at your operation, I yeah. would imagine that would be fine. But here is what I'm saying. I have this 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 new business, and I'm actually buying advertising. Mm. And so I contacted Tommy, the great Tommy Matter, mm -hmm. and his referenced earlier, and I said, hey, I need an AE to talk to about buying. Because I've always said when people go, hey, I want to buy your show, and they give, ask for feedback on radio, and I say, these are the shows you want to buy because I have an idea. At least I think I have an idea of what shows actually provide a return right. as opposed to just kind of like, oh, you're on the radio, but nobody really listens or you don't move product. So I know, at least I think I know, who's got followings and right. quote, unquote, move product. So I asked uh, this uh, account executive. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I just used so many syllables. Yeah. It's so fucking tight, isn't it's it? It's amazing. <laughs> uh, it, uh, I said, I need rates on Riz Show, mm -hmm. on Lux, and on Learn now that she's <gasps> after I did. Oh, my God. I did. You are so, so You sweet. are now. So you're coming in. <laughs> I am. What is this client. business that I'll be hearing? Uh, that you'll be promoting, assuming you're comfortable endorsing anything oh I'm involved God. with. Oh, my God. What is, is, it better not be some sort of man spray or oh, something. I can't do any of fine. that. You can't clip that off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use that on our show. That'll be one of our drops. Damn it. <laughs> That'll be one of our drops. <laughs> so um, people had asked me about... Um, having my dad on. My dad did sales in St. Louis and media for like going back oh, to the 60s. Yeah. Television. He was the GSM at, at KPLR. He's the GSM at KFNS up till 2004. And he's kind of a character. And I'm like, I don't want to have him in because I know what'll happen. We'll both start weeping. And Why? I don't, because he's just, he's one of those guys that starts weeping and then oh, I'll start weeping. Him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you totally have to have this episode. Well, I did. Episode. Oh, you so did. I did. But I was hesitant to do it. And then a few people emailed me and said, you really ought to do it because you don't know when you won't be able to do it. And you owe it to your Absolutely. son and my brothers and sister and all everybody's kids. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck me. I do need to do it. I'll do it. <laughs> so I did it. And then I was doing my own thing uh, where I was just kind of BSing about it. And I said, you know, I would love it because what we love, the conversational yeah. podcast. How great would it be? I don't know what your parents, grandparents, everybody's situation is. Right. But if you could drive along or just be working out and listen to a conversation like all my grandparents have passed and I could hear them talking and telling their stories. Oh. And so I said, you know what, if anybody be interested, I'd interview your parents or grandparents. And then I started getting a bunch of emails about it. Yes. And now at this point, I think we've done about 20 some out of these things. Great idea. And it's turned, but I haven't advertised anywhere. I barely even talked about it on my show. 
uh, on TMA. I've talked about it on the podcast, and now it's turned into like we do. There was a week where we were doing them every day after the show, yeah. And it's a it's turned into a business. And so I have this guy who I went to uh, school with. Well, he's a couple years younger than me, but he already retired. He built a software company, sold it, lives lives in a nice place, and uh, and he said he's always wanted to do something with me, and 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 I've talked about this, this he wouldn't want to do it. He goes, this I love. He goes, mm. I'll invest in this. I want this. Wow. And I go, oh, great. Because he goes, it's scalable. Because you could, it's not like this is unique to St. Louis. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, we've done it here. It now works with our little audience. Let's now go to you, Lux, Riz, Glover over right. at Entercom. These are my ideas of the places that have audiences and will provide a return. Kind of try some different demographics. Right. And then see if. If then, you know, people who on your station have absolutely no idea who I am or the Riz Show or Lux, they have no idea who yeah. I am. But just like I want for, for Mother's Day and for Father's Day, this would be a perfect gift. Right. And so that's when I will flight the ad campaign. So I was on the phone last week with Mallory. Oh, she's the best. Yep. Uh, about uh, getting rates. I'm getting your rates is what I'm doing. I'm buying. I'm it's buying. Tough. I'm buying learn. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Love that. Well, let me ask you this, though. Go because, ahead. Like, Pose I'm, your question. I... Uh, so my mom is, she's going to be in the month of March, whenever I have my chicks on my podcast. My mom, I'm going to Oh, your mom's going to mom. be a guest. Yeah. And my mom is totally not down for this type of, you know, No, what interview. do you mean by that? She's not down. She, she's just very, my mom is like afraid to talk about herself. And I think it's a generational thing, but she's like, um, she's just very, it's not even secretive. It's just like, she doesn't want to talk about herself. I could talk about myself all day long, just like you can. Like, we have no problem being open and honest about who we are. But I think sometimes in our parents' generation that they, the baby boomer time, they just, that wasn't a thing to do. And it was a very rare thing if they did. Um, but I told my mom, I go, look, it's my birth month, March. I want to have you on my podcast for that reason, to have a little bit of a, a, a snapshot into my mom speaking and her voice and some of her stories. And I want to talk to her and see how much I can dig out of her. Mm. And because uh, my dad died in 2006 and I don't have his voice. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. I have his, a recording of his old voicemail. God, a lot of people have told me that. They save the voicemail voice. That I voice. save the voicemail. <sighs> and I have that on a CD. And you make sure you're never going to lose it. Yeah, yeah, it's in a chest yeah, at my yeah. house that if the house is burning, that's the fucking thing that I go get the first thing. Right. So it's like, um, I think that's a great idea. And then to con- to be devil's advocate with your business, my mother-in-law takes her iPhone and she interviews her mother in increments and literally is puts her iPhone on record, sets it up in the kitchen, and she is having chapter by chapter her mother tell her life story so she can type this out wow. and give it to all of the grandkids if and when she ever wow. passes away, which I think is an amazing thing to do. That's a beautiful thing. Because uh, like Tim, my husband's uh, uh, paternal, one of his paternal grandmothers, step-grandmother, passed away and she had written her uh her a little you know five page story about her life that she wanted to be her legacy when she was gone everybody could have a little glimpse into how she was raised and everybody was given this little booklet at her funeral and it was I mean my husband was sobbing reading it because there are things in it that he had never heard and it's all we will keep that forever that's also in the chest like you know um and I think that it's such a beautiful thing to have voice of somebody and also if you are a good interviewer to dig into them a little bit and get some things you know that maybe they wouldn't have shared with their family and i think that's i think that's what's happened with this again i didn't i didn't know Mm -hmm. like i wasn't even comfortable interviewing my dad because i'm just like and then we did it 
And I'm gonna have to listen to that. Episode. He didn't. He he. he I was stunned. There were never any tears. I was stunned. Why? I don't know. I guess because he, when he's in business mode, he's in business mode. He talked a lot about sales, <laughs> which was his thing. And it got mm-hmm. a lot of people who listen who do sales in the market were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Now I get why he was like the guy. Sure. But um, he he stayed he stayed cool as far as the emotion stuff goes. But I think when I'm interviewing somebody who doesn't know me, or they might know me only, you know, vicariously through right. their son or grandson or whatever the case might be, that they're comfortable and they open up. I mean, Pete can say, I would say about 50% of the time we wind up having tears, uh, which isn't like the goal, but it just happens. They get comfortable. Yeah. And then they start telling their their stories. And I don't know how many times we hear, oh, I've never said this before. I'm not sure I want my yeah. kid to hear this. Um, so I love doing because I just love hearing stories. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I think what You're like sounds Oprah. like. Am I like Oprah? You are. I've been compared so many times to, <laughs> to Oprah. Oprah. Oh my God. <laughs> I had a nickel. Absolutely. I do. Yeah. I just sit here. I go, really? Yeah. Like, I'm just like. You have a book club. Yeah, this, as it all is the third time you've been in here and we've never had a plan. We never will have a plan, I no. don't think. Someday we're going to work together. Did you know that? Are we? Oh, wow. You don't think so anymore. No. <laughs> well, I remember when I came here. Pete, obviously, she's moved on. Yeah, I mean, it's over. I uh, yeah, guess I'll, I guess I'll look for my new co host somewhere else. Yeah, no, I don't know. You know, speaking of that, I don't know if I'll ever work with anyone ever again. Oh, so now it's just a blanket statement to get out of this. I really, when you've worked with John Hewlett as your top tier human that you're in a room with, it's really hard to imagine another person. So maybe it's good that you have this buffer period Mm -hmm. where I won't be your John Hewlett. You need that. You will never be my John Hewlett. In fact, nobody. I'm here to say, don't edit this out. Nobody. (laughs) Don't edit this out. Is ever manipulated. (laughs) Yeah, he and you I worship that guy. I love him. He, he is, is like he's like a superhuman though, isn't he? He is. He's, he is. He's, he's like the best. so because so many times, and I feel like I've said this to to Riz, probably to you. I know I said it to Favaz because mm-hmm. we know. Although I don't know if it's really that prominent in 2020 anymore. You might not have ever really dealt with it. You probably have, but what is you would this, never like name some like, sort of wax. No, 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 no. Right. What the fuck is this? <laughs> You're like ramming this up. What no. is this? All right. That oftentimes in our business, there are some some people who can be difficult Massive on air talent. Massive douchebags. Yes. Jagbags, as I like right. to call them. Yes. But honestly, I mean, maybe I'm off the mark. I'm in my own little world, but right. I don't really think that's going on much anymore. I, maybe it is. I, mm-hmm. I don't think so at your operation for sure. I, do not I mean, I'm talking about KC and, and the guys on the Riz show are like, for as no. successful as that thing is, yeah. they're so down Everybody to earth. is so great yeah like like for that real I work though with everybody. like we're not covering anything unless i'm missing somebody you know i i do not work with any especially men i don't work with men that are shit to women who are gross like in the me too way like it's just a it's a beautiful thing to work in an environment with men that i have no problem like talking open and honestly and being real with and having um, compassion with each other as human beings. Like it really is a gorgeous place for me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm only speaking for myself, but you know, I, so yeah, I've had the luxury of working with John who is superhuman, yeah, he really is. who is, couldn't be a bigger role model to me. You know, like a lot of people want to say, Oh, you're the next Katie Cruz all the time. That's great. Cause I'm female and they don't understand that it doesn't have to be that. I would love to strive to be the next John Ulett someday. I don't think I'll ever get there because he's top shelf. Yeah. I don't think anybody will ever get there. But if you're going to strive to be like somebody, it's that fucking guy. Yeah. Because he is good to him himself, his family, um, his coworkers, 
there's nothing. I can't say a yeah, bad thing really about is. John. I mean, you obviously know him a billion times more than me, but God, he just does give off that vibe of just being a great. He's a great person. Great guy. Yes. Yeah. And and I think that people, you know, I've had a lot of people email me and stuff after this change happened. They're like, "What happened? What's going on?" Like, you know, and did you did you want this change? Yes. Everybody's okay. I think people were wanting some sort of meaty. Salacious. Oh, I didn't, it, that didn't even cross my mind in the Good. slightest. Not because I've like, been never even like, like a tenth of a second. Been getting like weird, like people wondering, like, what's the inside scoop? Real? Oh, that's so, I hate that. And it's shit. like there's really nothing. Yeah, sometimes it's, there's just nothing. God, I feel like we change. had that something, Pete, and I feel like I'm like, yeah, the truth is, I can't even remember what it was, but it was just like, yeah, sorry, the story's kind of boring, but um, but I mean, I, I you know, Favaz have been doing Fridays with you guys, mm-hmm. and they were doing the podcast. Yeah. You know, you're kind of, you're at a point where you certainly can spread your wings and do your own thing. So it only kind of makes, I don't know. I well, just thought it was kind of obvious. It I mean, was I nice to box up our show and say, top shelf, number two show in St. Louis, great chemistry. That's the legacy. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And, and you get to walk out on your own calling without somebody getting whacked or like you feel like it's a forced retirement yeah, or some yeah. bullshit. None of that. Right. And so this, you know, I think it's an opportunity for all. And, um, you know, I, John and I always would say to each other, like when we started the show in 2012, man, I wish I was in my 60s or he was in his 30s. Mm-hmm. So we could be doing this show for like 20 years, you know? Yeah. The fact it got to eight is beautiful number. It's the longest local morning show that's ever run on KC. Really? Yes. Well, that's surprising considering that station's right? legacy. So, yeah. you know, like Bob and Tom ran for longer, but they were syndicated right. out of Indianapolis. And so that's really cool to be able to hang my hat on that and go, hell yeah, I got to work with John for eight solid years and everybody just try and beat that, you know? No. Like, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I love that guy. Our show will always be this very special Thing for me and I think for him as well and um, you know I'm excited for Favaz and him It's de- de- Favaz is definitely the run on the board it's Favaz and you man so it's kind of like this transition there but I think that it's really exciting for Favaz and everybody wants to know when John's retiring not anytime soon like he just signed a new deal so mm-hmm. it's like everybody just needs to pump the brakes <laughs> um, but yeah it's it's a good thing for Casey all the way around what's your story you under contract for a long time? I'm getting ready to sign a new contract. Oh, look at you. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't signed yet. So that's yet. why you're like, yeah, we're not working yeah, together. Yeah, we're not working together. So I'm, I'm <laughs> not you ready be to my work co-host? with another I just got, guy. I just got totally shut down here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to work at Casey? I don't think some, I. Let's have some real talk. Oh, let's have real talk. Don't this edit is great. This out. This don't is, fuck around. I'm not going to fuck around. I, I don't know if we've Pete? ever edited anything out. You think I would fuck around? Yeah, I think you would edit it out. so insulting. All right, let's go. God, you are, I am buying learn advertising. We're, we're now you gotta now you gotta kiss the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I know how this works. Oh my god. So what no, I I mean I mean it'd be, I, I'm flattered anytime anybody would say anything about any other station, any you know program with that. Yeah. But when you when you're talking about what you do, I honestly don't like it's been talked about before. Mm-hmm. We both know that. However, yeah. I don't feel like I feel like you are Keishi, obviously, you man and Favaz are Keishi. I don't think, I just don't think, you know. You don't think you are Casey? I don't think, I I talk. I don't think, I mean. Well, do you think the Casey audience doesn't want to hear talk? I don't, uh, yeah, actually. Really? I, am I wrong? I mean, you you do it. I don't yeah, know. They, I don't know. I mean, they love, music. I think, of course. I mean, what do I know? I've never, you know, I, how do I know? I think, I know they love you and I know they love 
of Oz and you, man, for certain. Right. But all of a sudden, I come on. And like, and who I, is this guy? Yeah, who is this guy? So fucking arrogant. But you have a big following in St. Louis. I understand, but that's for... T- I, I say I understand. What an asshole thing to say. Edit that <laughs> edit, out. No, no, no. You edit that, that out. This is the real shit. <laughs> I, uh, edit that out. That's the worst thing I've said in two and a half years on this thing. Holy shit. No, it's what an okay awful to admit thing. that you have success. Okay. I, but I mean, but it's not, it's not, I don't think it's that following. I don't think there's a Venn diagram of the KC audience in, in our audience. You don't think that? No, I don't think so. If I don't. Strode works here. Are you kidding? I, I think, I think our audience has come and started following you around for certain. They're we know that. Gifts. But yeah. I don't think like the KC audience goes, oh, there's this guy that's always in Learns Mentions. Let me go listen to his show. I don't think it works, you know, vice I versa. Know. I think I, I think you're cutting yourself a little short here. I, I'm be, I'm being really serious on this because it's, you know, as we know, you know, I, I I thought about it. I have. I Yes. And people thought, thought about you from what I've heard. <laughs> yes, this, of course. But I, I do think is coming over. So like yeah. when Favaz was in here and he was talking about how he was driving around in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Listening to KC. Right. Now, you were probably driving around in the 90s listening to The Point, right? Yeah, I was okay, in, in all there. the way right. growing up. Yep. But he's talking about it and, like, how he lives for the music. Yeah. And as he was doing, he was sitting right where you were. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, these guys and lady, they're just in a different world on that stuff. But are you a music fan? I am, but not, not, as much. To, not to the level that, that you guys are. And I think, and I'll tell you something. And, yeah. and, and I guess the reason why our thing has worked is there's authenticity to it. Yes. But there's authenticity to what you do. Mm-hmm. And so you can't fake that shit. No. Like, I can't People come on there. Right I, I, and, I, and I wouldn't want to do that. I think it'd be insulting to a brand that's so, I mean, it's the most powerful FM brand in St. Louis, at least, like, if you're talking about the long run. Right. I mean, it's the KC and the Point, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's I'm KC off the mark. It's KC or the two. Yeah, but I'm mean, saying FM. Yeah, oh, you include it. KMOX, absolutely. Those are yeah. the three, without question. And so I, I, it's a great question, but I, and it's a wonderful question. It will not be edited out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no. No, I, I'm glad we're talking about it because I think that... Well, and I talk about working with you. I think about you working more in this type of format. Oh, my God. Than I do... would kill myself. Really? You guys. Oh, I think you'd be in fucking sports? incredible. No, I don't do oh sports. I don't okay. do sports. Are you leaving? I shouldn't. Yeah, I'm getting up and leaving. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like uh, Adam Driver on NPR all of a sudden. The hell did I, I... No, we don't do sports. I am so... Like today, finally, at like 945. Not that this is where I am either. I guess it's probably closer to where my interests are, though, at this point in my life. 43-year-old father. Um, you don't have to brag about it, okay? What the hell is what's <laughs> <laughs> okay, Why was that a brag? Why was that a brag? You're hazing me here, man. This is going to be... This is never going to be run anywhere. Well, I'm on edge. All right. <laughs> uh, now I'm flustered. I don't know what the hell I was going to say. Oh! I said to, the, to Doug's out... Uh, oh, Doug Vaughn, the hottest of all time. The hot. You you have a Doug Vaughn thing, don't you? Every time I see him on TV, which now I see him because oh, I, you're watching I'm up local late, news. Yes, you know, I I turn him up and I just look at him and I go, look at that. So this is a drop. real thing. Like no, I always thought it was. Kind of, it's okay. not, I'm just kidding. Well, our male audience members really do have a crush on him. I can understand. So it is a real thing. It is. Well, his Twitter bio doesn't it read like seventies heartthrob. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is beautiful. It <laughs> is a great Twitter bio. But I asked like at nine forty five. We talked plenty of Super Bowl and over nonsense. But the Iowa caucuses are today. Now, by the time this runs, whenever. Oh, God. Oh, you just totally sharp shot me again. This is becoming your podcast. We might as well run this on your podcast because you've taken control. <laughs> I know. I just... um, 
And I'm like, I just said to the cat, I said, who do you think is going to win? Mm-hmm. I'm just out of curiosity. Yeah. I'm legitimately curious. I watch this shit. Yeah, I follow this shit. Good. I read you're this shit. Good American. Oh my God. Yeah. You're interested in what's like happening I was, in our this country. morning. I got, I was way more interested in reading the New York times this morning than like ESPN.com way more. Right. And I'm like, I know we're going to talk about it, but we're not going to talk about it. Like, let's talk about that third and 15 play and the coverage. The 49ers were in and how Tyreek Hill got that open. I mean, it's just kind of like, I don't really get into it. You know, <laughs> it's all the same. Sport. <laughs> it's just to me, it, I, I'm not, that's not where I am. I'll tell you where I'm, I, I just, I, I'm more interested in whatever is stimulating me at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's where I am. But for what you do, I feel like, I don't know, but it's always going to be geared around that, um, you know, about music. And that's mm-hmm. just not, that's right. not who I sure. am, I don't think. That's so that's good. why I, I just, so therefore, I swear, when, I swear when Favaz was in here, not when you were in here before, when you and you man were in mm-hmm. here, I didn't think this, but when he was in here and he was talking about his love of the station yeah. and music, I'm just like, I just, and I've had this conversation with people yeah. <laughs> who you know, and I've said, I'd, I'm comfortable working other places, mm-hmm. but I just feel like KC of all of the FM stations would be the one where I'd be like, it's too, and it's a compliment. It's too hallowed for me to come on there and start kind of running my improv audience, mm-hmm. you know, to that audience, which lives and dies for that brand right. and for that music. So I'm being, uh, you want real talk? That's real talk. No, I love that. So I am now taking myself out. Now you're not going to work. Okay. I know. Yeah. Now you know. But when I was talking about working with you, I never thought it'd be KC. Yeah. For real. Where would it be? Well, I mean, I guess maybe in the past, I suppose. But like, you know. Where on earth would it be in the city? Like, what about here? But I know then you think it's sports, but it's not. And I'm not talking about like now. I mean, I got my thing. You got your thing. Yeah. I'm I'm like this. I'm I'm writer. I need somebody of, that I can bullshit with. And I can obviously bullshit absolutely. with you. You and I have a very special chemistry as well. I will. And I said this after the first, mm-hmm. the first um, podcast that we recorded. And I came in not knowing you at all. Had never met you. And I said, I walked out of there. Think, I walked into it thinking, okay, what the hell am I going to talk about with this guy? This walked guy. out thinking, wow, that was actually really fun. And we have a great chemistry. I'll be honest, but you know, for me, I really, there is something very special about Keishi. I never say that I'm putting all my eggs in one basket because they can can me tomorrow. But, you got a new contract, sister. Well, yeah, but they can still find a reason to can. Anybody can always get canned out of a contract. So I, I'm looking at this going, I, I really, the heritage of that station is spe- important Second to me. Second to none in St. Louis on the FM. And here's the deal. Everybody is going to pass on, whether they are retiring, dying. It's important that you have somebody working under those colors. I'm not saying I'm the golden child by any means, but it's important that you have somebody working there that understands and appreciates the longevity, the heritage, the stories. I've heard all the stories. I vicariously live in the 70s with John. Like, I would just, and I, I, mean, I that's picture the best, myself. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the best. So I care. It's like, I'm, I feel like the janitor of Casey, where I'm going, man, I will mop this station's floor forever because I really do care about it. I think that's important. If you if you work on under those call letters and you don't give a shit about what the legacy has been, you're not going to work for that audience. That's, and that's, see, that's the thing. That's not that I don't give a shit. If anything, I appreciate it. Yeah. And I just am like, the people but who are on there, I just you know. cut yourself some slack because I'm not saying. I mean, I grew up listening to. I, I grew up down near Carbondale, so like TAO is a huge is a huge rock station down there. I grew up listening to classic rock on that station. When I moved to St. Louis, it was 105.7 The Point because I was yeah, I was born in '85. Sure. I'm a millennial. You know, Howard Stern was on in the morning. That was and Jeff the Jeff Trish and Tom show. I love. Oh, yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I grew up with that music because that was my music. But then you know. 
everybody's always said I've had an old soul and I do because my parents raised me on classic rock. So I have this deep appreciation and I'm literally going backwards in time to learn all about the music I don't know from that era and to try and um, find something to resonate with it in current day. And that's important. Um, but I'm not like, I didn't come into it being like Favaz. Like he, he has yeah. had that rocker. Yes lifestyle where he his stories that i'm sure i listened to that podcast with you guys he didn't get into hardly any of his stories and he's got some stories yeah. and like to me he i'm so jealous of that that i wasn't around in the 80s or yeah. 90s to live it yeah. but now i'm trying to still live it you know like we announced our pig roast today i cannot wait to interview these bands at pig roast lita ford is going to be there she's run away She's gorgeous. She almost married Tony Iommi. She's worked with Ozzy. She was like under Sharon Osbourne's management for a long time. Like she's got some stories. And I don't know if she's ever had a young 34-year-old female who has excitement around yeah. this. Yeah, you're right. Interview her yeah. how it was 20 years yeah. ago. So that's the type of respect it deserves. And, you know, I'm So you'd be interviewing her for the podcast? Will that be for, for KC? The, for the, yeah, for the airwaves. Okay, so that'll right. be like the day of. But So when you run these interviews on KC, though, you're not able to like, obviously you can't run like a, you could never like run something like this. Sometimes you can. Like on, you could never run like a full hour On interview. a pig roast, like, well, we do a lot of video interviews. So a lot of them are tw 20 minute videos that we- What, on KC95.com? Yes. So there's where you can there. be unedited. There's where you can be long form. Um you know, I just think that you have to just work with what you're given. Like I, I'm a, I love boundaries. So like if like our program director now is Marty Link. I don't know if you really. Oh, that. I know Marty. I've worked with Marty. He's a great so guy. Marty has, is now programming Casey along with the Arch, and he's had a history with Casey for a long time. Um, you know, he he's not into long form on air. You know, like because I asked him like, hey, for this afternoon show, like, can I get some interviews like going long? And he was like, I'd prefer you not. He's like, let's make that web content where you can be unedited, where you can take it long, where it's visual, where it's it is yeah. better. You know? Yeah, I'm looking at it. So, at the, it's so yeah, just, going on here, you got like naked ladies on there. Oh yeah, that's Casey of the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's where, our where top. Are you? He's just like these aren't these aren't all due respect. Can I, I just we, say we, something we, about that? We, that we, is uh, the number one. Thing people are looking at on our website. Well, no shit. But here's the deal. Do these men and women who are possibly looking, do they not understand that the Google.com exists? Yeah, I mean, I'm a member of a potpourri of places. So, yeah, because this 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 woman doesn't live like in Oakville, no. right? She doesn't. And if she does... I'm not even sure she lives in the United States, no, who I'm looking I, at here today. So, what, we, just like, we just like, you know, take somebody's model portfolio and then just put it on the yeah, site? Yeah, it's a subscription service. Brilliant. Yeah, people love it. And and unfortunately, and I don't know if it's maybe because they feel safer going through our website to see half-naked women. I don't know. Yeah, but my wife could do without some of my sites. I assure you that. Yeah, my God. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> exactly. That's another reason why we won't be working That's together. That's right. We will not be working together. <laughs> see, I always thought I could say that stuff, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, whatever, creep. You know? But maybe you're like, no, creep. Stay away, creep. No, I'm saying I'm getting ready to sign a new deal with a station that up. I love, and I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> well, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I am saying I love bullshitting with you, yes. and I think we would have a good show. Fine. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm out. Pete and I will be working together. No, I. No, I. In all, in all kindness. That is very sweet of you to say. And I, I you describe anybody. Iggy's gesture as sweet. So now I'm starting to wonder when you you'd both use are this. of the same cloth. Yeah, you heard it here first. No, I it is. Anybody, any especially any man that comes up and says, I would totally work. You know how often How often does that get said to you? All the fucking time. Really? Yes. 
Who else says it? I got men, I got hoes in different area codes <laughs> telling me that they, I, no. I know you're not with people who are actually in the business or guys people who are like. People in the business. Like, like the a guy at the pig roast comes over here learn. Here's my big, my Those big chance. too. But <laughs> seriously, I, I've been told by. Give me a name. Words, I need a name. I don't want to go into it. Oh, that's so funny. I don't want to go into it. That is the part I'm not I, you, I got real with you. And I'm keeping it locked uh, yeah, in my yeah. chest where it belongs. This is awful. No, um, no, it, it's been throughout the years. People have said, I, I would love to work with you. There is no higher compliment than that to me because that means, oh, wow. Okay. Maybe I'm doing something okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So thank you. But I guess it's not going to happen now. Hey, I don't make the rules. So. <laughs> no, you're the one who chose it. I think you'd be, I think on a long form <laughs> talk station. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I'm not, look, I'm not trying to get you on the K. Yeah, you're signing a new deal. It's great. Good for you. Yeah. How long is the deal? Uh, it's a two-year deal. Good for you. Thank you. That's great. So I'm not looking to like poach you or right. something like that. I, and I know you're not. I know you're not poachable. Right. For the record. Yeah. But I'm saying down the road. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's very great. God, I it's have, competitive. I have never been dismissed like this in my live long what life. What do you want me to say? <laughs> if I would have said, oh. Like, I don't know what reaction you want. No, you're being very, you're being like, okay, yeah. It's just kind of like, stop it, asshole. That's what it is. It's like you're flicking me away. Like, no, I'm not asshole. doing that at all. I'm taking the compliment. I'm saying thank you very much. And then I'm running out with the money. <laughs> yeah, so I get it's... it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're afternoon drive now. I know. Yeah. I'm By yourself. I'm literally That's relishing cash money. That. It is so great. Yeah. It's beautiful. I want to say thank you to Tommy Mattern for... I'm a big Tommy Mattern guy. We love Tommy Mattern. I'm a big Tommy Mattern he guy. He's seriously the best. I, I'm i thankful that under his guidance and his... With everything, with all three of us, Favaz, John, and I, you know, he had our best... Um, what we wanted in mind. That's unheard of, mm -hmm. usually. Yeah, Some PDs don't true. give a shit oh, what yeah. you want. Right? Oh, yeah, you're he's right. The, he's an anomaly. Yeah. So it's really cool to work for That's him. That's why he's had um, a... What, Two decades run or whatever, even maybe longer than that. Yeah, I don't know, you should have him on the podcast. Have yeah. you ever thought about that? It's a good idea. I don't know if he could. Could he? If I can, he. I mean, I asked. Did you ask anybody to come on? Or is this, uh, are you? Are, have you gone rogue? No, no, no. I think I've gone rogue. But hear me out. I asked to come on the first two times, and, and now you're like at this point. Yes. Yeah. So what's changed yeah. in the last two years? So I was asked because I, I want to come on the show, your show, uh -huh. Lux's show, the Riz show. Yeah. To promote this business that you obviously are you gonna are... wear a suit or like what is well, happening? why would i wear a suit? i don't know i'm thinking of your dad like did your dad wear a suit when he promoted things when he sold, sold things, things? Yeah, yeah back like in the 60s that's what they wore yes leisure suit no, that's the only way you're coming on the show suit? is if you get a leisure suit <laughs> so i'm not a lot on the show well i'll tell you what usually the client <laughs> kind of dictates things this i'll tell you this hubbard thing's you're a different like, world I'm not buying her oh show my anymore. god this is unbelievable no but i wanted to come on the show so i could explain it mm -hmm. this business that that you think needs to be typed out Hey, I'm trying to give you an edge up here. I appreciate it. Um, but no, I wanted to do that. But I was like, oh, is this going to be weird? And hopefully it wouldn't be. What does this place think of you selling money on other or buying well, other It's, a, it's a separate venture. But okay. I mean, you know, it's a separate venture. That's so it's just nice. like when I'm doing the podcasts here, you know. Right. But it is all under the Inside STL banner. But I am not the boss of this radio Who station. owns Inside STL? I do. I. What does that mean? I answered your question. I so don't know wait, what I mean. You, you asked a question. STL, I gave you an answer. And so your vent, your podcast, and this new joint venture or this new venture is that's a separate company. That's a separate okay. LLC. But Inside STL owns this content and the radio show's content. But I license it to KFNS for them to sell, and they pay me a salary and my co-hosts and the great gangster feed. That's so interesting. How did you 
That's when you come on my podcast. We're going to get to the bottom of my contract. We're going to get to the bottom of my contract. We're going to go through salary per line. Year by year. Uh, Lauren, it's been a pleasure, even though I feel like I, I come out of this getting shut down harder than Iggy. <laughs> I It didn't have to be this way. I know. Man, like, hey, Pete, Lauren and I are going to work together someday. Maybe you'll be the producer I'm of it. And Pete's going to be like, oh, shit, this isn't happening now. Always wonderful to see you. I'm very, I really am. You deserve it. Thank I'm you. buying your show. I was buying. I'm not anymore. Not but anymore. I was going to Sorry buy your show. Sorry about that, Mike Hubbard. Uh, thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Thanks, Pete. So there it is. Lauren. Of KC95 in studio. Gangster Pete, were you in here when her and John Hewlett were in? Or is that a John Seymour Iggy production? Yeah, that was one of my first ones. Okay. All right. So you'd already met her before. Oh, yeah. And then she was at our TMA Live also. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm a big fan. She's really cool. She's super cool. I see what, I see what Iggy likes. <laughs> nice. Uh, she wish she talks about. Right. But uh, I thought, okay. When Doug and the cat retire, I'll work with Lauren. But I guess I got to find somebody else to work with now. It sounds like there's a long line. Yeah, I, I didn't know. <laughs> God. I'm like, yeah, how about this? She's like, yeah, well, a lot of people have said that. And it sounds like she's more interested in working with those people, to be real honest with you. That's my read. I think she wants to be alone. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. Yeah, like she really likes it, it sounds like. Well, I'm out. So I'm out. <laughs> but either way, it's always good to catch up with her. Big fan. Um, cause she is super cool and I'm happy for her now that she has her, uh, own thing, the afternoon drive show and, uh, and also her podcast. So, and I'm going to be on the program, uh, with, uh, with Lauren on her podcast, I guess. Um, so hope you enjoyed the conversation. You're always welcome to email anything in T McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Questions for questions from the audience, guest suggestions, questions from an interview, just listen to anything is welcome. Always appreciate the feedback. Plus, support our sponsors, thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, studio sponsor, Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, online at Evergreen SM. James Carlton, Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, online at CarltonInsurance.net. And Johnny Landoff, Chevrolet, Highway 270 in the Washington Elizabeth Exit. Online at Landoff.com, Chevy Find New Roads, and Design Air Heating and Cooling. Online at DesignAirService.com, the number one train dealer in the Midwest. For Gangster Pete, for Iggy, for Learn, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been another edition of The Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.